Carson Thibault from Fairport, New York. Family Travel Radio is on the air. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Well, hello there, my friend. It's Aaron Schlein, and welcome to Family Travel Radio. This is episode number 22. This is the second installment in an ongoing series about accessible family travel. Back in episode 11, you met Corey Lee and his mom, Sandy, who shared their stories, and Corey shared his insights and experiences traveling the world as a wheelchair user. Now, today we're going to tackle a different topic on the accessibility spectrum, and that topic is autism. Today is April the 1st, and April is World Autism Awareness Month, and Family Travel Radio is kicking off the month of April with not one, but two episodes dedicated to traveling families and aspiring traveling families, where someone in the family, whether it be a child or a parent, is on the autism spectrum. Today, I'll be chatting with Nicole Thibault, the founder of Magical Storybook Travels, which is a travel agency that specializes in both family travel and travel for families with special needs. Tomorrow is April the 2nd, which is World Autism Awareness Day, and tomorrow I'll be interviewing Alice Horn, the CEO of Villa Key, a vacation rental business that puts a special focus on families with children on the autism spectrum. Here at the Family Travel Association, we are committed to doing all we can to make travel accessible for all families. And in these episodes, we're going to not just raise awareness, but also get into some specific strategies and tactics that families can use to overcome the obstacles and to overcome the fear of traveling with an autistic child or even an autistic parent. Off we go, my friend. Here is my chat with Nicole Tebow of Magical Storybook Travels. Enjoy. Joining me today on Family Travel Radio live and in person at the New York Times Travel Show in New York City is Nicole Tebow. In 2015, Nicole started Magic Storybook Travels, a travel agency that specializes in both family travel and travel for families with special needs. In 2017, Nicole started Spectrum Travel Social Story Videos, a production company that produces destination-specific travel videos made for children with autism. And this is my favorite part, Nicole. All of the videos are hosted by children. Nicole, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Awesome. Well, let's let's get started with you. And we've got plenty to talk about with with all your work with Magical Storybook Travels and then, of course, with these videos. But I want to know about you personally. Tell me about how travel has impacted your life. As a child, I loved to travel. Um, it was a really big part of, of me growing up. I was an only child, so uh, my parents always took me on trips to Germany, to Switzerland. Uh, we went everywhere, um, and that really made me want to travel with my children. Um, so when we had kids, uh, my husband and I, um, we started small, did a couple of trips. Um, when my oldest son was about two and a half, and we had just had another baby, things weren't as easy as they had been before. Um, we did a couple of trips that were relatively easy. And then when he was two and a half, um, we went to Disney, which is, you know, the happiest place on earth, of course. Um, and he wasn't very happy. (laughs) Um, unfortunately things were affecting him in a different way than they had before. Um, sights, sounds, smells were upsetting to him. There was a lot of screaming, laying on the floor. We were trying to figure out what we were doing differently that was making him so upset. And, I think at one point we were standing in line for security 
you have to go through and have your bag checked mm-hmm. before you go into any of the theme parks. And he was so upset and dysregulated by the crowds of people, the noise that he he slapped me. And he's not a violent kid. He's the sweetest, nicest kid in the world. But he had just he had had enough. And he turned around and he hit me. And it was at that point where we kind of knew something was amiss. You know, there was something not quite right going on. So um, we came home from that trip. And we had him um, evaluated and they said, yes, your son is on the autism spectrum. So our dreams of traveling with our children changed that day. Let's, let's start there. Tell me about that day, that initial reaction, what you were feeling right there after you received that, that news. Uh, disbelief. <laughs> you know, um, I think when you're a parent and you'd never done this before, you don't know exactly what the signs are. You know, you're not seeing things particularly the right way you say is this autism what what is this you know your child's not developing like your other friends children are and you can kind of start to see some differences um when we got the diagnosis it it really was just sort of a needle on the record scratch you know like oh my god what is happening here um we took about two weeks to just sort of like process the information and then we went into research mode you know dr google see what we could do, um, learn about the different therapies that we could get. Um, he saw some doctors and we started a, um, therapy regimen where we had, um, 40 hours a week of therapy, but we still kept that dream of traveling with our kids alive. We really wanted to keep going no matter what our struggles were. Um, so we started small, you know, we would take like a day trip. Sometimes going to the grocery store would be difficult, but we kept bringing him out in public and exposing him to regular life you know um when he was about a year into his therapies we did a three-day trip to orlando for um uh, walk for autism which was actually at disney so i said okay three days we can do three days um it, it went okay we learned a lot of things along the way things to do things not to do <laughs> um but we, we just, we kept going. And I think from those small trips, I really learned a lot about how to help families with autism continue their dream of traveling. So as you're, you're going through those experiences, kind of trying to, to put the pieces of your, your family travel dream back together, was there a, like a definitive moment or any aha moment where you, you realized that, yes, we can do this? There's so been so many of them <laughs> along Tell the way. Tell me about one. Um, you know, I think it was the first trip back after, say, about five years. So we had then, at that point, had three boys. So we had a, a baby. And I think Tristan was maybe 10. Is he your oldest? He's our oldest. Okay. He's on the spectrum. Uh, Sebastian is our middle boy. He is typically developing. And then our little guy, Emerson, well, he's not so little anymore. He's 10. Um, he has something called sensory processing disorder. Mm. So not as uh, severely affected as someone on the spectrum, but he also um, has a lot of problems with loud noises, fireworks, lots of crowded spaces. So it it can present like being on the autism spectrum. So we've got a whole mixed bag of stuff going on. (laughs) But um, our first trip we really took um, as a family, all three of us, we still had a few hiccups, but we got through the week and I think everybody had a, just a really good time and we were working the accommodations at our destination. So we had done our research beforehand. We knew all the accommodations that we could get while we were there. And I think too, we had a different set of expectations 
going into the vacation. So we knew ahead of time that we asked, we have a, a plan for the day, but if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Are we still having fun? Are we not home? We're still out doing stuff as a family. So then that's okay. Well, and I think that's, that's a wonderful lesson for, for parents of, of all sorts of ch- any sort of child that yeah, your, your best laid plans often, I don't want to say often, but sometimes don't work out and being able to, to adapt and roll with the punches and, and learn from your, learn from your mistakes and your failures is, is absolutely critical. But you took it one step further because you, you were kind of reclaiming your travel lifestyle that you maybe for a moment thought was going to be taken away from you. And you learned a lot along the way. And then you took it to another level and created magic storybook travels to help other parents like yourself. So take me through that journey. I was looking for something that I could do from home. So I actually have um, a master's degree in human resource development, and I'd worked in the travel industry for a long time before kids. So I was training people in the workplace. And then when I was looking for something that I could do from home, um, my mother-in-law said, well, you know, you should really look into travel because that's something that you could still be at home with the boys to get them on the bus, off the bus yet you're starting a new career, you're training people in a different way, training them into how to travel. And I knew from the moment that I I said, yes, that sounds like it's going to be a a great idea that I had a very unique perspective from our experiences with traveling with our son with autism that I could help people, you know. And for me now, five years on, um, it's more about helping someone than making money. Yes, of course, it's a business. I'm trying to support my family, but um, to see the faces of the families that I help get somewhere and to know that they're doing something that they thought wasn't possible is just so much more invaluable to me than anything else. Wow. And I'm sure... I'm certain that this this process that this journey that you take families through is it's very difficult to summarize in in the short amount of time we have but just try to give me an idea a family approaches you for the very first time said we have a child who's autistic on the spectrum and we want to travel we want to do what you do but we have no idea where to start and we're completely discouraged help where do we start I um I recently worked with my most challenging family yet um two kids on the spectrum, uh, one 16 and one 14. Uh, the 14 year old, um, is pretty nonverbal, um, prone to meltdowns and outbursts. And, um, you know, they're like, should we even dare to do this? Is this something that's going to be even possible? And I said, yes, I will help you every step of the way. Um, so we met all as a family and talked about what they wanted to do, where they wanted to go, the daughter's very into Disney princesses, so there was only one choice. That's fine. Um, and so we set out a plan, you know, how to get them there. And a lot of it for families on the spectrum is um, that preparation of getting them ready to go somewhere different, somewhere new, that they're not going to um, know how to process the senses and the stimulation around them. So we did a lot of um, watching YouTube videos of um, some of the rides in the parks. What is it going to be like to ride the Seven Dwarves Mine Train? Well, let's take a look at it. You can watch a first-person point of view through the ride on YouTube. So let's take a look at that. Um, Let's take a look at a video of the inside of your hotel room so you know what your bedroom is going to look like. And that, having them know what's coming, totally reduces their anxiety and their propensity for having a meltdown in the first place. So they know what's coming. It's not unexpected. 
Um, they even went through something called the Rock Your Flight program. So I'm from Rochester, New York. Our airport code is ROC, so it's Rock Your Flight. Um, and it's hosted by one of the um, local agencies who work with individuals with disabilities. And they host um, an event at the airport where people can come and practice going through security. So that they've done it before, and it's not that anxiety-producing event because they practiced it. Um, and they did that the weekend before they left. And the TSA shut down. <laughs> Problems have been happening, so we were very nervous about making sure that they were supported through security. But we called the um, TSA CARES hotline and let them know in advance that the family was coming. And they had a support person help them through security. Um, they get on the plane. They made it. And um, they actually, they just got back yesterday and smiles all around the beautiful picture, the family of four standing in front of the castle with big smiles on their faces is just, it's so beautiful because they didn't, they didn't think it was possible and they did it. So. Wow. That is, that's so special. And just to know that you, that you were able to give back and play a part in that and seeing those smiles like that, that's currency. That's, you know, that's oh, yeah. so valid. I mean, so validating for, for for what you do. Just to add some context too to this conversation, Nicole mentioned the, the issues with TSA. We're recording this. It's January 26th. This episode is not going live until April. So if you remember back in your, your memory <laughs> banks, folks, three months ago, I know the news cycle happens pretty fast, but there was a government shutdown back in January, which hopefully is over, but we're not going to get into that. Let's move, uh, on, to some, let's move on to something <laughs> a lot more fun. So you, you mentioned technology and the use of technology in addition to the real life simulations like the Rockier flight. Mm -hmm. So, so let's talk about that the technology, specifically about video. Tell me about Spectrum Travel Society story videos. And I really want to dig into the, the kid hosts because I think that's the coolest. Sure. Um, so for families on the spectrum, they probably know what a social story is. But for those who don't know, um, social stories are written to expose kids with autism and let them know about an upcoming event. So there's a lot of social stories written about going to the dentist. What's going to happen while we're there? Well, we're going to sit in the chair and the dentist is going to look in our teeth and you know count them and clean them. Um, it gives them some context to the situation so they can re reduce their anxiety. Um, and I thought this was a great idea, and I've done a few written social story um, pieces for families on the spectrum. But I was watching my son um, on his phone. He loves YouTube. Hours watching YouTube. He watches other people play video games. I don't get that. I don't it's know why. Thing. It's, it's a, a thing. It's a thing, Nicole. I know. So he's on his phone all the time. He's watching these videos. I'm like, you know, they're such visual learners. They like to be able to see it and hear it and ex some experience it in some way. I said, what if we could do these travel social story videos to let the kids know what the destination is going to be like even before they go so they can reduce that anxiety and they can concentrate more on having fun with their family and making those memories as opposed to just um, perseverating on what is my room going to look like? I don't know. Um, I had this one client once. Um, they were going on a cruise ship and their son just wanted to know what the toilet was going to look like. Mm. Weird. I know. But that was his thing. And I said, well, let me show you. Let me find a video of the room and we can we can show you what it's going to be like. And then he was like, oh, all right. Anxiety averted. Well, seriously, that's a great, that's a great example because it's not something you could really recreate on land because those cruise ship toilets are so unique. Right. And they, they scare me, quite frankly, sometimes with I that know. suction. Totally. <laughs> um, 
So I said, let's start a, um, a company where we, we actually go and we film these destinations and we create these little videos. Um, my brother-in-law, um, he's a videographer and an editor of video. Um, he does a show in my area called My Hometown. And I, I came to him and I said, I got this idea. I'd love to give it a try. Can you help us out? And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's give it a try. So um, we contacted uh, Legoland, Florida. And Tradewinds Island Resort for our first two um, places to video because uh, Tradewinds Island Resort has a great kids club that is autism friendly. And Legoland Florida had recently come out with their autism friendly initiatives where they were going to have quiet rooms um, available for kids who get overstimulated and need a quiet space to go to. Um, and they said yes, permission to come and film. So we planned a trip down, all self-funded this first time. And I wanted to make sure that it was hosted by a child because kids don't want to see adults walking around showing you something that's that's boring. But if you see other kids doing something that makes it more accessible to them, it makes it more relatable. So, you know, I got three boys. Let's go, you know. Um, so we filmed at Legoland first on our first day. And, I mean, it, it was just amazing. And we had a line of, say, five to seven videos that we wanted to shoot. Um, some were instructional to the child and some were instructional more to the families and the parents, like um, how to get your blue hero pass. Um, this is the pass that helps you um, avert the long line and kind of go through a quieter area to access the, um, the ride or the attraction. Um, so that showed, you know, the mom and the son going up to the guest services desk, asking for the Blue Hero Pass, you know, filling out the information and then how to use it. You know, you don't go through the regular line, you access the Blue Hero line and you go in that way. So it gives them, even the parents, peace of mind in knowing what's going to happen when we get there. Okay, I know that we'll be able to get a Blue Hero Pass, we're going to be able to use the line, things are going to be okay. That's That's incredible. And so tell me... So maybe your longer term plans for, for these videos. I assume you're not going to make them all yourself or are you looking for other people to help? What's the story? Um, well, right now we've partnered with IBCCES. I don't know if you know what that is. It's called. That's a lot of letters in that acronym. Let me see if I can get this right. International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Educational Standards. Well done. I know. It <laughs> took me a long time to get there. Um, they're a company that... Um, set standards and training for different professionals who work with people with autism and other cognitive disabilities like Alzheimer's and such. Um, they actually have a program for travel agents that they can do um, to become a certified autism travel professional so they can help families with autism. I am one. But they also certify destinations. So for example, Aquatica, the water park in Orlando has just become a certified autism park. That means that 85% or more of the staff has been trained in autism awareness. They also have the quiet rooms available, accommodations available for the families. And we really had a lot of the same goals in mind. So we've partnered together. And when a destination becomes a certified autism center or a destination, um, they get asked, would you like to um, add a video package onto your training package? And um, have Nicole come and film some social story videos for your YouTube um, channel. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we just finished filming um, at Sesame Place. They became an autism certified destination this past spring. Mm -hmm. And we spent 
several days in the summer, and then we came back for the Halloween party and the Christmas party. And their um, autism social story videos are on the Sesame Place YouTube channel already, okay. gaining lots of views. Um, so yes, it's become a business for us, but we're hoping to expand to so many other destinations because families need this. Mm -hmm. They need that kind of um, preparation and also that confidence to know that that this place is is ready for them and their families, no matter what. Cool. So you get to really incorporate so many different facets of of your work into this, or sorry, in, into your business where you're you're helping families, but at the same time you're actually getting to go out and travel as part of your business, mm -hmm. making these videos, do, you're doing so much good and you're just amplifying your message and you're, you're, you're scaling it now really with these videos. I mean, you literally can be in millions of places at once with the, through the, these videos. And I think it's just really, really cool that you're doing this. So let's wrap up here talking about autism, World Autism Awareness Day. It's April 2nd. I really don't know exactly what to expect on World Autism Awareness Day, but I'm hoping you can help me out. <laughs> For us, I think it's it's a couple things. Um, one, we celebrate my son with autism. We say, this is your day. You know, he's aware of his autism. Um, he knows that his brain just thinks differently, but that makes him pretty special too. Um, and actually, he wants to be a videographer when he grows up. So I'm hoping that as we move forward with some of these social story videos, that he'll actually be like an assistant producer or something on some of these um, film shoots because it's pretty cool. Um, but I also definitely celebrate my clients on World Autism Awareness Day. You know, I, I try to post pictures of some of the clients that I've sent on vacations and say, this is possible. You know, yes, you may have some struggles socially, um, but you can get out there. You can travel and I can help you get there. All right. Well, Nicole, as you celebrate World Autism Awareness Day, we celebrate you and everything that you've, you've done to, to sh shine a light on children like yours with autism and helping them and their families get out and see this world and experience it and all the wonders and joys that are out there. And we just are very grateful for you and all the work you do. Nicole Tebow for Magical Storybook Travels. Please visit Nicole's website, MagicalStorybookTravels.com and check out those Spectrum Travel social story videos at stssv.com. Nicole, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it, my friend. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Nicole Tebow. And a special thanks to Emerson Tebow, Nicole's son, for providing the intro on today's episode. Fantastic job, Emerson. Like I said in the beginning, we are going to be back at you tomorrow, April the 2nd, with another episode to kick off National Autism Awareness Month. So tune in tomorrow, Tuesday, April the 2nd. You're going to get another episode of Family Travel Radio have a beautiful day out there, my friend, and we'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning. I'm Aaron Schlein for Family Travel Radio, and I am signing off. Bye.